Listeners, I want to tell you something. I'm going to impart some life advice, because I know we have some fellow shapeshifters in the audience, and I don't want any of you to potentially repeat my mistakes. I thought you said you were going to save this for after the intro. No, Evelyn, this is important. This is the cold open. I've decided. Alright, fine. I was gonna talk about how I started watching Love Volcano, but I guess this works too. Shh. Anyway, so I'm sure all of you are aware of the existence of Pizza Pizzazzo, an eatery we've alluded to multiple times on this maelstrom of a series. It's a terrible chain of children's pizza restaurants and indoor playgrounds, and there's one of them a block away from our house. I should clarify, the pizza is very bad, but the games are legit. But they have a rule that says only kids are allowed to play the games. That's a rule. I think you just got kicked out a bunch of times and they won't let you back in anymore. The point is, I was very bored and decided I wanted to win a pogo stick for myself. So I had to disguise myself as a child to play the games. Listeners, do not ever do this. Why? Because if you turn yourself into a child, you've made yourself open and vulnerable to attacks. Fuck you. Which brings me to the point of the story. We have a special, very unplanned guest in the basement today. Someone who is also the kind of trash adult who tries to beat children at whack-a-mole, but who, unlike me, is willing to defend their high score with physical violence. You can't see it, but Riley's gesturing to a big bite on their neck. It's not bleeding anymore, so don't be too worried. Special guest, would you like to come over here and introduce yourself? You know I have a migraine, and it's your fault. No. Come on. Sadly, it won't kill you. Our guest this week is a vampire. I'm Camille Domino, and the whole internet can suck my dick. Camilla's here because she bit me when I beat her at skee-ball. I really, really, really wanted the free kill. No points for guessing who. I'm letting our guest here sleep off her sickness because we're almost at peak sunlight hours, and today's theme is forgiveness. Bold of you to try and forgive me for something that's your fault. That's right. Forgiveness. Sit back down. I don't even want to be on your podcast, actually. I'm taking my shoes off and I'm going to bed. Could you go back to the couch and not sleep in my- Alright, alright. Sleep where you want. So, who was that guy you wanted to tell me about? Right, I'm getting to that. Listeners, we all know about noted YouTuber Top 5 Nastiest Slimes and Here's Why. Formerly known as Everything Wrong with Slimes, formerly known as Johnny Johnny Elsa Finger Family Spider-Man Slime. I've never heard of this person. Why does he have so many aliases? He legally changes his name every time the YouTube search algorithm changes. Anyway, his videos are just... absolute dog shit. I'll show you a clip. What is up, guys? I'm here with my boys Glob and Smeeve, and today we're gonna prank our friend Yort by putting him in our highly realistic box for jail! Haha, <laughs> guys, very funny. Uh, I've been shanked. I'm losing a lot of fluids. Evelyn, I don't know if you've noticed this since you've been here, but YouTube is bonkers now. It's all people like this. I miss the dancing baby. That made sense. Sort of. So, anyway, the reason I bring up this absolute fucking idiot is he's had another huge public fuck-up that he now has to apologize for. The shanking? No, 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 that guy's fine. They're all slime monsters, so it's okay. That's good? He made a GoFundMe to raise money to save this movie theater in his hometown. And he raised about a million bucks, but the money never got to the theater. You mean he 
Yep. He wasn't even subtle about it. In the next video he posted on his blob vlog, he had like 12 pairs of Yeezy suspended in his cytoplasm. This guy sounds like a real jerk! Yep. And this is just weeks after he was recorded in a Starbucks saying that he could have stopped 9-11 had he been there with his gun. What? Yeah. How would he even ha- He doesn't have hands! Yet somehow he owns a gun. And if that isn't everything that's wrong with America, I don't know what is. Why do you bring all this up? Because I've got a question for you, Evelyn. Go on. Should we, the public, the audience, forgive him? I don't think that's a hard question. Well, we'll see what you think after I show you his apology video. What is up, guys? I'm top five nastiest slimes, and here's why. And, uh, I returned all of the... I returned half of the Yeezys. What I did was totally bogus, and I realized that. I've done the best I can to fix the situation. Thank you so much to all the fans in the Blob Nation who have been supporting me through this hard time. Huh. Which verdict? Do you want to know something about forgiveness? You're sick. Go to bed. I'm an adult. You don't own me. You're really short without those shoes on. At least I have feet. I can't help it. I'm a ghost. I can't help it. I'm a ghost. Children, listen. What happened to that migraine? I'm here, and if I have to listen to you, you have to listen to me. <sighs> My mouth tastes like ass. I think ghouls should be extinct. I'm right here. I wouldn't have said it if you weren't. <laughs> Nothing can eat you. It's not fair. <sighs> what are we talking about? Forgiveness? Yeah, it's a noun. You were watching that top ten slimes that will ruin your childhood forever, right? It's actually top five. Shut up. I said it wrong on purpose. Anyway, I think if you give money to YouTubers, you're a rube. Most of his audience are children. Yeah, kids are fucking rubes. And they spend money on stupid shit anyway. Like, what do eight-year-olds even buy? Fucking Fortnite skins? Pogs? Pokemon? I don't know what kids do. Did you hang out at Pizza Pizzazzo? I go there to win, not to make friends. Do you have a point, or are you just having some kind of fever-induced episode? Both. Kanye deserved the money from selling those 12 pairs of Yeezys. He's a good businessman. He sells plain t-shirts for hundreds of dollars. And idiots buy them. He's the century's Barnum. Listen, capitalism is a broken system, and the only way to get anywhere in this world is to scalp all the chumps you can get your greasy little paws on. Do not forgive top 15 slimes that will blow your tits clean off, for he has done nothing wrong. It's top- No, that was on purpose too. I'm doing a bit. I know what his name is. Don't ask me. I know it. Anyway, let me tell you about forgiveness. Nobody deserves it. I used to be the forgiving type, but then I realized revenge was so much more satisfying. Revenge is immediate and effective. So that's why you bit me? Oh, absolutely. And you would have gotten much worse if it weren't for your disgusting, horrible blood. <laughs> Do you want anything? Can I get you anything? Pepto-Bismol? Flat ginger ale? Later. I'm going to tell you a story about effective score settling. You know, someone once told me whoever embarks on a journey of revenge should dig two graves. <laughs> I've had to dig way more than two graves in my time. Listen, here's my story. Moscow, 1961. Dimitri and I were at the train station with a suitcase full of stolen uranium. 
Hi, I'm Reese Geese. And I'm Jonathan J. Bonathan. We're a couple of guys who love talking about crimes. That's why we started Beers and Bullets, a true crime podcast with a difference. We skipped the mainstream stuff to give you true crime fans only the freshest and most cutting edge true crime stories. Every week, we present the major clues and theories behind crimes that haven't even been committed yet. Like the string of serial arson attacks that we're going to commit, or that guy Reese was playing on poisoning for insurance money. That's right. You might say we're less a traditional true crime podcast, and more of a do crime podcast. Because John and I, we do crimes. (laughs) (laughs) This is the police! Come out with your hands up! I'm not going back to jail! Subscribe to Beer and Bullets on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google... And then I just washed myself off and left. Funny thing, actually, Dimitri survived for six more years. No doctor could ever figure out how. (laughs) You know, I've eaten week-old roadkill out of the treads in my cousin's car tires before. And what you've just said is still the most disgusting thing I've ever experienced. I was, like, dying again. Your generation is so sensitive. Your generation had radioactive health spas and Stalin. Okay, fair point, I guess. What the fuck is wrong with you? Dimitri got what was coming to him. He started it. He really didn't. It's not even the worst thing I've done to someone. When I found out my human thrall was doing errands for a vampire from another clan, I- Stop this! (sighs) Evelyn, you got any stories about forgiveness? Oh yeah, I think I have a couple. One time in high school, my best friend went behind my back and told my crush that I liked, liked her because he wanted to set us up on a date. And it was really awkward because it turned out she was straight. It really hurt my feelings, and I didn't talk to him for a week. He sounds like a shitty friend. But the thing is, he wasn't. Harris was my best friend right up until I died. He was just kind of an idiot when we were kids. Doesn't matter. Loose lips. Loose. Loose. Lit. Loops. Lip. Fuck him! You should have dropped him. And hell, you should have done something to get back at the girl, too. But she, she couldn't help not being gay, Camille. That's not her fault. She could have at least tried. Well, anyway, I forgave Harris because he apologized for what he did, and he didn't just apologize, he also went out of his way to make it up to me. He went with me to prom as a friend date, so I wouldn't be alone. And then we got some milkshakes and went bowling, and it was a really fun time. Riveting. Hey, you're our guest here, okay? You have no right to come on this podcast and dunk on Evelyn just because you're afraid of having feelings. You have no right to poison me. Listen, I'm the only one in this room willing to tell the truth. Forgiveness? Stupid. Conflict resolution? Stupid. The only correct way to deal with people giving you shit is to destroy them. I would not be so sure of that, comrade. So this shit again, huh? Looks like it. Judging by the fact that your torso looks like a butcher's dumpster, you must be Dimitri. Hey, Dimitri! You obviously already know Camille. I'm Evelyn, and this is my best friend Riley. Uh... Oh, so that's the only reaction I get out of you, eh? You're just going to sit there and roll your eyes at me. Get over yourself. You're far from the first person who's tried to haunt me. He shows up whenever I tell that story. He's just doing it for attention. Give it a rest. I already spent the money. There's nothing I can do for you anymore. All of it? Already? It's been 50 years. Keep up. What did you spend it on? I don't know. God. Lots of stuff. Spa treatments, cat jungle gym, pair of Yeezys. Yeezys aren't even that good shoes. You shut your whore mouth. Enough about these Yeezys. I need to. Hold on. Hold on. Is that the microphone? Yep. This is our podcast. How do you spell your name?
your name, by the way. We'll credit you. No. Donatov. His state might be listening to this conversation. Yeah, you don't have to worry about the state. They dissolved a couple decades after you died. The only people spying on us right now are Google and my mom. Just tell me what you're here for. I'm sick and my time is limited. Camille Domino, I have been thinking about all the horrible shit you did to me, and I have come to a decision that I'm going to forgive you. Before you say anything, it is not for your sake. I do not give a shit about you. You are beyond help. I am forgiving you for myself. I did a lot of really horrible things when I used to work for KGB. Things that have condemned me to an eternity of pain. And since I spend every hour of every day being fried in McDonald's fry oil and eaten by pigs, I figured I did not need to also torture myself by thinking about what I could have done differently. You know what? I respect that. Do you need anything else? What? Quit looking at me like that. Camille. What? Don't you think that you should, you know? Fine. All right, Dimitri. I... Forgive you for selling me out to the Kremlin. Are you sure there's nothing else you want to say to me? Absolutely not. Your death was badass and I regret nothing. <sighs> well, I know you well enough to know that's probably the best I'm ever going to get. You're correct. Dosvidanya, Dimochka. They're flipping each other off right now, for the people at home. What's the time? Uh, we're probably going to start wrapping up. Cool. Cool. Well, I'm going back to bed. Could one of you be a doll and get me a damp washcloth and a glass of flat ginger ale? You're still not sick. Ginger, ginger ale, ale? Now! I think we only have Sprite. Is that okay? Sure. Whatever. So do you have any social media that you want to plug? My cat has an Instagram account. Thank you for calling the Trump National War Room. All of our agents are busy helping other callers. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press the pound key for more options. Hi, uh, this is Glenn Rhodes. Uh, I wanted to uh, I, I wanted to report an instance of uh, what I believe was voter fraud I saw on election day. So uh, I live in a, I live in Utica and I was uh, I was voting at a, an in-person voting for President Trump and uh, <coughs> <coughs> sorry, I've just been coughing a lot since I since I went out. Uh, and I saw this guy. Uh, he was he was wearing shades, looked really shady, really shady dude. He was standing by one of the ballot boxes, and, like, he kept, like, flipping a switch behind it, like, every couple of minutes. And, like, I, it looked like he was, like, looking over people's shoulders as well. And it was just really shady, so, I mean, I, I went over to him, like, I went over to the uh, ballot box he was at, and uh, I tried to see if, uh, like, you know, I could, I could catch him in the act or something. But some other guy walked over, and uh, he was, uh, he was uh, talking to him, and the two of them were having a pretty heated conversation, and... 
Uh, when I was busy voting, I, uh, I moved my head over to see if I could listen to him, and uh, I actually heard some pretty damning evidence he said to the other guy. So he said to the other guy, the guy with the shades, he said, Thanks for listening to Less Is Morgue, the bi-weekly comedy podcast from the Braves Collective. You said this episode was audio-engineered by Scott Thomas and written by Meg Malloy Tootin with script editing by Scott Thomas and Henry Galley with episode art by Meg Malloy Tootin. I remember it pretty verbatim. He said, This episode starred Alexis Bristow as Riley, Meg Malloy Tootin as Evelyn, and Eden as Camille, Scott Thomas as Dimitri, Gus Zagarella as Top 5 Nasty Slimes, and Here's Why, and additional voices by Charlie Port, Henry Galley, and Jeremy Shawell. No, this part really got me. He he smirked a little bit, and he said, Executive Producing by Ori Sakharov. Who the fuck is Ori Sakharov? Is that some kind of Russian name? Anyways, he said, Want to find out more? Visit our website at www.lessismorg.com. Want to get updates on our show and interact with our ghoulish and ghostly hosts? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram from at Lessismorg, Tumblr at Pod, and on our Facebook page at Podcast. He then said, Want to support the show and gain access to fun stuff like stickers, behind-the-scenes facts, and exclusive minisodes for little as a dollar a month? Check out our Patreon at Les's Morgue. Oh, and just because we figured we haven't hit you with enough gratuitous calls to action already, if you like the show, would you be a doll and leave us a good review on your podcatcher of choice? I really weird shit, honestly. I, I'm pretty sure he just rigged the election right there, right in front of my eyes. Anyways, uh, so yeah, um, hey, if nothing else, at least Kanye didn't win. Bye.